0: Hello Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, book four. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at Blake.
1: Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games Supplement Baby Beastery. Finn is the trainer of Ceruleus, a blue
2: guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grim, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain.
3: Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Grey, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard.
0: You can also find the show on Twitter, at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon, at patreon.com slash Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. The battle aboard the tides of fortune has caused damage to the ship and crew alike. Captain Edmondson's crew fought fiercely to protect their ship. Weapons cut through the air and magic was thrown about with little concern for collateral damage. Wanting to leave as little to chance as possible, the captain summoned Lemons, his protector and companion in the glamour. Before Lemons could fully demonstrate his skills, Finnegan launched a fireball at the captain. Lemons, his first duty to his glamour member, quickly retreated with the fallen captain. The ship and crew are secondary concerns compared to his safety. With luck, Edmondson's injuries will not prove fatal. Many of the crew on the deck had already fallen, as had plenty of the rigging. Reinforcements are likely below deck, but Lemons didn't want to trust in them alone. Meanwhile... The swarms of ospreys flying off with Sam, Carolina, and Seth have yet to be stopped. Felicity, through tremendous effort, has used her connection to Favon to unleash a great sky arm to hold Sam in place. The birds carrying Carolina have begun to droop lower but remain too high for her to safely drop to the ground. Seth has nearly been carried to the tree line, barely being held aloft by the remaining ospreys. Before you could turn your full attention to your friends, Lemons unleashed Captain Edmondson's nasty surprise. A fearsome creature from a previous conquest. A shadowy mass swims out from somewhere in the hull of the ship. Its massive tooth-filled maw, easily capable of engulfing a sailor whole, leads the way with long tendrils trailing behind. The dark creature lifts its slimy mass out of the ocean branch and into the air. The remaining crew on deck quickly attempt to scramble away, fearing for their own safety. The creature launches a tendril with lightning speed at an unfortunate bosun who is quickly lifted into the air and swallowed whole. With more tendrils creeping near and dripping teeth looming above. What do you do? If we are sticking with our initiative order from last time, which I think is a fair idea, Aranus, you would be first to act.
3: Oh shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> in which case, I have a question. Mhm. I want to see if I can get us the hell out of here.
0: Interesting. How?
3: Okay. Well, that's where the that's where the question comes in. So, I have these divine abilities. What I really want to do is two things, but I'm not sure they'll let me do it in the same round. I want to see if I can turn Cyril into something that will fly and carry Finn. And then I want to cast Polymorph on myself, too, into something that will fly.
0: Interesting, interesting, interesting. You want to cast Mass Polymorph?
3: Essentially, yeah. Yeah.
0: Essential, essentially. Let let me let me come over here to my spells. Let me look at.
3: But to be honest with you, it doesn't have to include Darvin because he has slow fall, you and could he just,
0: could just. That's true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> I mean, mass polymorph is uh, mass polymorph, which is a spell from Xanathar's Guide. Oh, is it really? It is, because what's better than polymorphing one person? Polymorphing many. Um, <laughs> but that covers up to 10 creatures. Um you're
1: not trying to oh, go for I mean for you're 10. also kind of trying to do like the sorcerer thing and just like dual target
3: Basically it. just yeah, like yeah this is a twin, twin spell, spell type thing. Yeah, essentially.
0: Which is mass polymorph. More what I would, yeah, because mass polymorph is a ninth level spell. And I'm uh, not yeah, trying that to that get 10 creatures anyways. No, 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 no. You're, you sorry. Do you know the polymorph spell? Pretty yeah. sure, right? Okay. Oh yeah. I was going to say, I think you've done it before.
3: Oh, I've used it to great effect.
0: Both offensive and defensively.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I remember when you were a cat and some guard tried to take you.
3: Yeah. I almost got away with that fuzzy tummy trap. Almost. It was so close.
0: (laughs) Almost, almost, almost. Okay. Well, if we're looking at the spell as is, the new form is a beast. Right. Now, a beast that you could ride... That's a little bit more difficult uh, let, let me look at how big one of these giant eagle type things is
3: that's kind of what i was that's kind of what I was thinking of course I'm only uh, looking at the stuff that's in the player's
0: handbook, but that's fine a, a giant Whoa. eagle is a large beast, so that's that would be capable of holding a person aloft.
1: would my enlarge continue to carry it over if you're casting on something that's already
0: enlarged? Um, I don't think so. Takes the place of yeah. I think. That being said, if Aranus turns Cyril into, for example, a giant eagle, which is large size, and you cast it again, it would be even bigger. Even bigger. <laughs> which I think is how we would have to do it without the use of uh, divine charges. I mean, divine charges could also be used to, say, stretch the limits of the spell. Not only in terms of targets, but in terms of what that form could be. It's like, hey, this could be any beast.
2: Maybe i want
0: to spend it more to get something else. Mm. But let's see. So, what you're aiming to do is polymorph multiple creatures. Let's take a look at it. The spell has no effect on an unwilling shape changer or creature with zero hit points. We don't have to worry about either of those. It's a concentration up to an hour. So it's concentration. Uh, if your concentration breaks, that means everybody falls. Um, CR equal to or less than your level, again, not a concern. Uh, assume the new hit points with the new form. So, yeah, I think you could cast polymorph and hit two creatures with the use of divine charges. If right. that is your intention, uh, the question would be: What are you turning everybody, in, or what are you turning yourself and Cyril into?
3: Um, if it ha- if it has to be the same thing, well, I guess there's probably no reason for it. To be the same thing, hang on.
0: And unless you have a good reason for it not to be the same thing,
3: um, I don't think
0: do because when on. it was originally just Cyril, my thought, of course, was going to be turn them into a wyvern, but that would make the most sense. Oh, but that's dragon type, so that would
3: dra- yeah,
1: so it would be a type change too. So it would probably cost you. It will cost
0: you more. Charges was
3: oh, because it's not just a it's not a beast. Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah.
0: But I was just thematically thinking, like, well, Drake Wyvern
1: very similar things, similar. or you know, or uh, what's it a dragon wormling? Dragon wormlings are like I always picture them like a, a dragon from the time it's hatched till about the size it's till it's about the size of a horse is a wormling. And then the next up is like, what a huh. young dragon is from like that size to the
0: size of like. I always think according like. According to. Antosaurus or something. According to the book, yeah. wormlings are medium sized. So, yeah, that would be too small.
1: Yep. Well, oh, but aren't horses
0: medium sized also? How? How would a horse.
3: Don't have horse no, in horses. No, horses are large. Oh, it's under writing. Never mind.
0: My bad. Oh, except for one horse. Um, there's one tiny horse. Pony. A seahorse. <laughs> uh, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> for fuck's sake.
1: Okay, I got you. Uh, Never anyway, mind, I dig-
0: then. I digress. Arnis, it's up to you. If you want to keep it in the beast family and cast this on you and Cyril, I'll just say that's one extra charge. But if you wanted to get out of the beast type and into something else, we can talk about it. Finnegan, no, your enlarge won't carry over through the transformation. Got it. But if you want to cast it again, obviously that's your call.
3: Alright. I think I think that to keep things simple here, unless somebody can convince me of something else, I think I'm gonna turn us both into giant eagles.
0: That's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Alright, giant eagle it is then. What does Arnest look like as a giant eagle?
3: I I don't know. Overdone? <laughs> 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 um, just like like he's seen giant eagles but then was like that's not flashy enough. And so it came out kind of spotted and more like a fancy owl <laughs> and an eagle.
0: But still an eagle and not a giant owl.
3: <laughs> oh, but still an eagle and not not a giant owl. Yeah.
1: It's like a giant eagle is trying to pass as a giant owl.
2: <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here for the owl party. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, eagle. Mm-hmm. I'm one of you guys.
0: Chris or Shannon? Does Cyril look any different than Arnes? Uh, do we get any of the blueness of Cyril's scales, or you know, like feathers in the shape of what their snout would look like, or I, I don't know.
1: I think it's just like a a. a Dark bluish version of the same thing that Arnis does. So it's just like a huge, a huge change. It's like when you're playing Street Fighter and you both choose Ken, and one is blue and one is like red. Except that that doesn't work. So never mind. Those those totally different colors. No, it's totally different. <laughs> when you when you choose Blanca, you get a gray Blanca and a
0: grayer Blanca. That's the one I was going for. I got you. Oh I got God. you. I got you. All right. So Arnis, this is a concentration spell. So if you lose concentration, again, you would fall out of the sky because you would revert back to Aranus. Yep. Finnegan, for you, Cyril's been polymorphed into a giant eagle. If you want, you could try to maintain the enlarged spell. So that way, when Cyril reverts, still large Cyril. Or you can just drop that concentration now if you want.
1: That would be fun to try to maintain. How do you want me to do that? Just roll a concentration save? No, no, just the same. There's no save. Um, oh, you just want me to, like, cast it again?
0: No, no, not cast it again. I just mean, if you maintain concentration throughout, then oh. when Cyril reverts back to Drake form, Got they it. would still okay. eat large Cyril. They're, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, it. it. But just, you know, background concentration. Low-key concentration. Which means if your concentration drops, it doesn't do anything to Cyril right now. It just means when they shift back, they will be medium size instead of large size. Got it. Okay, okay. Okay, Arnis, way to start this party off in a very flashy style. Giant, shadowy, slimy creature lifts itself up out of the water, and you immediately turn yourself and Cyril into giant eagles. This is a large size beast. Uh, you have a fly speed of 80, and you have a ground speed of 10. If you want to attack as the creature, you certainly can. You've got a beak and a talon attack. But other than that, you know, you're still you. Cyril is still Cyril. Although Finnegan, you may have an interesting conversation with Cyril later about what it's like to have feathers instead of scales and fly instead of walk. I don't know. But anyway, that's for another time. Aranus, successfully transformed, successfully polymorphed. What would you like to do now?
3: Well, just before I polymorph kind of yell to darvin just like you should jump and then i'm gonna i'll do the whole polymorph thing and
1: fly away maybe towards someone you can help
3: what are you talking about
1: you've got a move of 80 maybe <laughs> where fly are you going? Towards, i don't know sam
3: oh yeah that was the idea
1: well you just said fly away <laughs>
3: well i'm flying away from the boat but yeah i'm yeah i'm headed straight to sam Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, no. What Seth is the furthest. I'm going all the way out there. That's where I'm headed. Seth covered. Okay, then I'm headed to Carolina.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, you fly off towards Carolina. And yeah, you'll be able to do stuff with Carolina next turn.
3: Sure. Just to clarify, how many charges did I spend? One?
0: One.
1: Or two? Four. Okay. Six, eight.
3: No, stop. Stop making it higher. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that. Don't do that. <laughs>
0: Stop it. Stop it. Okay. So that's Arnas. <laughs> Finnegan, now on the back of a giant eagle, what would you like to do?
1: Okay, how far is Seth from me? What did we say last time? Like 75, 80 feet? Oh, well, within range of Scorching Ray. I don't even need to be on Cyril for this, but I will. You
3: should get the hell out of there though.
1: Yes, I'm well, I'm not getting anywhere. I'll tell Cyril to get out of here, but that's not happening on my turn.
3: Oh, right. Sorry. Um, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Cyril so is so. telepathically tell I'm Cyril seven. fly to Seth. And then I'm going to launch all three of my scorching rays at the owls that are Ospreys. Ospreys, sorry. The Ospreys that are flying away with Seth go for it pew, pew, pew. range text spell for each ray three. Mm-hmm, two, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's better that's a 15 a 24 and a 23 okay yeah those will all hit hey that's
0: gonna be 66 go ahead and roll that damage
1: 22
0: 23
1: 23
0: total mm-hmm. okay I think with 23 damage across three Scorching Rays hitting these Ospreys, there simply aren't enough of them to keep Seth in the air. There are probably still a couple holding onto him, but they do not have the force to lift him up, and they drop down. So Seth is on the ground, and there are a pair of Ospreys like grabbed onto him and attempting to fly away, but they can't. <laughs> he is batting at them, and they are clawing and beaking at him. And you're far enough away. You can't really see this, but it definitely is They are trying to contain him rather than kill him, as if they are being instructed, or have been instructed. But yeah, that happened. Anything else, Finnegan? That's it for Finn's turn. He's just going to grab
1: on, because Cyril's taking off. All right, what's Cece doing? Going (laughs) towards Finn for the... You said, we said they were about seventy feet away, mm, seventy-five, eighty feet. Yeah, Seth. for fa- Seth. Yes, I'm sorry. So yeah, they're gonna fly all the way out there because the fly speed's eighty. Okay. And do a flyby uh, and do a <laughs> uh, a talon attack.
0: All right. And it's got
1: multi attack, but I'm. Can I use both of those? Sure. I don't see why not.
0: One beak and one, one talon. Yeah. Sweet. Giant eagle. Okay. The plus five to hit.
1: So the beak is a 17, the talon is a 24.
0: Yes, those will both hit. D6 for the beak. 1D6 plus, the... plus 3 for the beak. 2D6 plus 3 for
1: the talons. And so it's 5 for the beak and 10 for the talons.
2: Oof, oof.
0: Well, you messed up one of those ospreys. Didn't kill it, but gave it a good amount of damage and it is turning its attention away from Seth and towards this giant eagle, and it is probably rethinking a couple things right now because that bird is bigger than it is. Yep. Uh, staying and aloft?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, well, you're right there. Seth is right there. He's confused. He's not used to there being a giant eagle as part of this party, but he sees you riding the eagle, and he assumes things are okay. And then, yeah, the tree line is, like, right there next to you, which we'll deal with here in a moment. Um, Darwin. What would you like to do?
2: I would like, like to left jump.
0: You're just going to jump down.
2: Abandon <laughs> ship.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. How does your slow fall work again?
2: Hang on. I should have had that ready. but didn't I? One moment. Use my reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage taken by an amount equal to five times my level. So I'd take falling damage and then reduce it by...
3: That's a big number.
2: Level are with 14?
3: 14. So 14 70? times
2: 5 is 70, yeah. Hmm.
0: Hmm. It's conceivable that you take more than 70 damage falling off of this ship. Let me, let me roll real fast. Yeah. Gonna have to do this in, in batches, because I've only got so many D6s out. I was not expecting somebody to jump from the ship. Just following orders. Well, it would have been 53 damage, but you're slow. Nice.
2: (laughs) Can I have negative 17 damage?
3: No, can he gain hit points from falling?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 You get healed by not being hurt is what I mean. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that's going to require some sort of pact with with some sort of entity, I don't know. Uh, I got mean, you back, God of Land might be that, but oh, yeah. not Demi-God of land. I don't I don't Aww. think Cade could do that. I think you would I think you need um Rabillo. Rabillo. I think you would need Rabillo himself to get that and, and more than just a well, maybe not more than just a divine feature, but yeah. Um <laughs> maybe later then. Isn't it already enough that you just jumped at like 80 feet off of a boat? <laughs> onto yeah, the that's... the ground?
3: You'd, you'd think. You'd
2: think that would
0: <laughs> that's be enough. pretty <laughs> upy. I know.
3: It makes me so happy. Just like, like your we're friends gonna fly away. The... Darvin, jump!
0: <laughs> okay. Your friends on the ground look and they just see Darvin leaping off a ship. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Do you just land like square on your feet? Do you tumble? Ooh.
3: He definitely does the superhero landing.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. You do the superhero landing. You're still a fair distance away from the action. I mean, at most, you probably need, like, 10 feet to run and jump off the side of the boat. Okay. But at least 60 feet away. But you can make some distance on that since 50. you have a speed of, like, what, 50, 55? 50. But you're not. Okay. Cool. So you can get, like, halfway to the party. Sounds good. I will. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> hey, here's a tendril monster floating next to the boat in your way. We're jumping.
3: <sighs> yeah, to be fair, I had that idea the last time, and I remembered to write it down so that I could be like, I'm out of here immediately.
2: hmm I felt like this might end up with me jumping. <laughs> also, how I got up here hmm mm-hmm. You reverse jumped.
3: Yeah, I mean, once once we figured out, like, oh, he can get us up here, but then he can't get us back down the same way. I was like, okay, start coming up with a plan. How are we getting off this boat?
0: <laughs> Alright. Well then, it is this creature's turn. And it just saw many tasty creatures turn and leave. And the question really is, who does he turn his attention to? Fortunately, Arnus Eagle is the closest. So this creature's coming after you, Aranus. Upset that its food left, it turns in the sky and pushes itself forward, very much like a squid moving through the water. Tendrils move out and then whoosh, all come together behind it and it shoots off towards you. And Aranus, Eagle Aranus, this creature's gonna come at you with a tendril attack.
1: Just remember, polymorph acts like a temp hit point buffer.
3: Yeah, except if I lose concentration, we fall out of the sky. Or I fall out of the sky.
0: We both will. I was going to say, Cyril's only like 10 feet up right now, so it'll be awkward. But Aranus falling out of the sky will be painful. So Aranus, and you're a giant eel right now, I don't think you can do any sort of vicious mockery to reduce this number.
3: No, I can't. I can't. I can't speak. Like, I I am the bird. I don't retain Mm -hmm. anything.
0: I am the bird. Shut up. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, that's gonna hit. I'm assuming a 23 hits.
3: Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. So, two things. First, you're gonna take some bludgeoning damage. This is 14 bludgeoning damage. So I need you to make... Well, actually, this is going to be fun. You get to make two constitution saving throws here.
1: What? Oh, dear.
0: Well, one of them is from the effect of this tendril that just slapped you. This tendril is covered in a very mucusy like, slimy substance. And it is just getting smeared all across your feathers. Would you like to make your concentration saving throw first? Or would you like to save against this first?
3: I don't. I don't. The con save, that's with my stats, right? Hmm. Because I'm the one concentrating yeah. on the spell. Yeah. It's got to be my stats. That would be totally ridiculous if it wasn't.
0: Uh, let me just make a quick check here. Although,
3: to be perfectly frank with you, it doesn't matter. Our con bonus is the same. So, <laughs> I mean, check, but it doesn't matter.
0: You have the same con bonus as a giant eagle, a plus one? Yeah.
3: Plus, plus one. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, then, yeah doesn't make a difference.
3: So it doesn't matter.
0: The concentration DC is going to be 10. And if, if that Thank makes God. any difference as to the order that you're doing these things.
3: So the, the concentration save, which is the one that I was doing, is a 19.
0: Okay. So you're still a giant eagle. Thank God. Make a second constitution saving throw against this slimy mucus that is now all over you.
3: Yippee. That's a dirty 20.
0: Hey, hey, hey.
3: Holy hell. That'll never that's, happen That's again.
0: very nice. All right. It is It is still right next to you. Uh, hey, you don't have a writer, do you? No. Okay, cool. That's, that's just something for next turn. Don't worry about it.
3: I mean, I could have had Darwin jump on, but that didn't seem necessary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't worry about it. Actually, you know what? We can do this now. There's no reason not to. Rather than making more attacks, this creature is going to do something gross. You remember that bosun that it swallowed right when it showed up? Yeah. You hear this deep horking sound from within it. Oh my god.
3: Stop. Stop. Stop, cat with furball. Stop.
0: (laughs) And it Coughs out this humanoid creature, changed from being inside of it, and it now has very pale, wet skin and, like, sagging face. Very wiry, thinned hair. Transformed from its time inside this creature. And it's going to land on your back. Good. And it's going to make an attack against you. It has this wonderful attack called Mindbreaking Touch. It's going to try to use. Ooh. Oh, wait. No, you're a giant eagle. This might hit. This is a 13.
3: Damn it. That's a tie. Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay. Here comes some more damage. This is psychic damage.
2: I'm screwed.
0: Uh- you had yep. to go and taunt.
3: Taunt? What are you talking about?
0: I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
3: It's like, I didn't taunt anybody. I ran away.
0: Okay. Mm. How much health do you have left as a giant eagle right now? Twelve. Mm. A- hey, but taking this damage doesn't end the spell. It just ends your transformation, which I guess is very little comfort since you're the one that's higher up than Cyril is.
3: And getting attacked also means I have to make a concentration save again. So, but yeah, I guess it doesn't, yeah, yeah,
0: it's going to drop on you regardless because this is twenty psychic damage. Uh, so DC ten again, con save.
3: Yeah, I got a fifteen.
0: Then concentration is held. Cyril remains a giant eagle. You took too much damage, though. You do not. Which is very unfortunate for this creature who is on your back right now, because that means you're both falling. Oh, but who lands on who? I guess is really the question. <laughs> is this the Austin Powers moment where you move him in front of you, lying down there, squishy body?
3: I mean, if I if I can, I will.
0: Mm-hmm. I... <laughs>
3: <laughs> like to be perfectly honest with you.
0: Well, okay, fine. We'll do this like a midair grapple then jesus well i'm gonna lose that since you're falling you know you can you since you're falling you can use athletics or acrobatics for this and it will do the same
2: all right
3: I got a 24
0: this creature uh, this creature that i'm calling a rumen this rumen crit failed
3: oh all right uh,
0: so yeah, you can like as you get depolymorphed and it drops, you can spin in the air and move it so it's below you. Uh, fall damage will still occur. Right. It's just that some of yours will be transferred to this rumen. <sighs> Jesus. The things I do for you people <laughs> oh. you- Well, that is 27 fall damage for both of you. But since you managed to cushion yourself with this other creature, you will only take half of that. So you take 13 instead.
3: That sounds like a much better number.
0: And that 13 gets transferred to this creature, who now just took 40 fall damage for falling out of the sky. It is hurt. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> RNS make another con save.
3: Oh right, because I just took more. <laughs> Cyril's only like ten feet off the, so they won't. Thirteen.
0: You're good. I <laughs> yeah, wow. keep getting attacked,
3: but okay. You might want to land, buddy. <laughs> Can I just like shout that?
0: Uh, now <laughs> that you're back in RNS form. Yeah.
3: Finn, you should land.
0: <laughs> you could see Finn getting Cyril right over there, about 10 feet off the ground. Okay. So that's happened. Felicity with some help, is going to try to reel in Sam. Ooh, ooh, that was very nice. Pull Sam in closer. I think if someone else were nearby, they could like jump up and grab an ankle on Sam. And Help pull him free of the birds or just start attacking the birds that are holding him in the air. Carolina is still about 30 feet up in the sky. Uh, meanwhile, Seth has landed and there's still, a, there's still at least one bird who's like tugging at him and pecking at him, keeping him from being able to run away. Um, Hey, everybody, roll a perception check. This is actually fun oh, because there are different that? DCs for everybody. Oh, dear. It's, Finnegan is closest to what's happening.
1: Should I one for, roll one for Cyril too?
3: Uh, sure,
1: sure.
0: Uh, that would be with the eagle stats, oh, right? Yes, yeah. with the giant eagle stats. That's like,
3: bonus. They have like crazy perception. They have now. advantage
0: on yeah. perception checks that rely on sight.
3: Which does this?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it could be sight or sound, but... okay. I'm ready whenever you are for whoever you alrighty, are. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Let's start with the person who's got the highest DC on this check. Darvin. I got a 17. Okay. Arnis.
3: I got an 18.
0: Finnegan. Uh, 10. And Cyril. 13. Finnegan. Cyril sees something in the woods. Sees action in the woods. Movement coming your way. All right. Arnis and Darvin, unfortunately, you're farther away from the tree line. And... I think Arnus, it's just the ringing in your ears still from the fall and landing on this squishy rumen who was once a bosun, Ugh. just distracting you. And 18 is very good, but whatever is happening is off in the tree line. Can't see it yet. Can't hear it right now. But Arnis, hey, you're on the ground. You're no longer a giant eagle. There's this gross, sallow, former bosun, now rumen in front of you who touched you And it hurt your brain. Rude. I know. And the tendriled creature is still flying up in the sky.
3: Oh, are you trying to do? Oh, you're trying to say it's my turn. Okay. Yes, it's your turn. Do I want to do? Is the dude right next to me still alive?
0: Yes. She will be getting up as soon as it's his turn, but is currently prone.
3: So, could I like back away from him without incurring an opportunity attack?
0: No, but they will be at disadvantage because they're prone and you're not.
3: Okay, can I, would I remember whether they had to, like, be in contact with me to do that mind thing?
0: Oh, yeah, that was definitely a touch. That wasn't, like, them just being on you hurt you. Like, there was a hand that reached down, touched your eagle brain. Okay. You know, touched your head, touched, like, right between your wings, and then you felt it up to your head. Up to your okay. brain, Kurt.
3: So being away from this dude is probably a good idea, in which case then... Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna risk the disadvantaged opportunity attack to like back my full movement away from this guy.
0: Okay. And now you're back at your better AC. True. Oh, man. Thank goodness for disadvantage, because that was a crit on one die.
3: Shit. Yeah, um, if it wasn't... I wouldn't have done
0: it. Uh, 16.
3: Nope.
0: Ooh, that's right. You're 17 now, aren't you?
3: 18.
0: Oh, you're 18?
3: Yeah, that little... Oh, that's right. You got a plus two bonus. That plus two. Mm -hmm. That's
0: right. I thought it was plus one. remember,
1: they all have good ACs and I have an AC of 12.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, Arnas, you successfully back away, this rumen swipes at you with a hand, doesn't hit you. What do you want to
3: do? I want to Eldritch blast him. (laughs)
0: Okay. That's three Eldritch Blasts, isn't it?
3: Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay, I rolled all these separately, right?
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: Okay, that's going to be a 21, a 25, and a 28.
0: Those are all very good. (laughs) Go ahead, roll that damage.
3: Me, Oh, for God's sake.
0: (laughs) This is 3d10s. What did it come to?
3: Six. (laughs) Total. I rolled two ones and a four. Oof.
0: Oof, you're just making it mad. Just a fireball. Okay. Very nicely done, Arnis. Anything else?
3: I mean, no. (laughs) Okay.
0: Finnegan over by the tree line. Mm-hmm. Cyril's still a giant eagle. Seth is still being harassed by an osprey. And there's movement in the trees coming towards you.
1: All right. I am going to hit this osprey with a ray of frost. Ooh, nice. I just called an audible and changed my plan, so I need to now look it up. So my roll is going to be... Oh, that's nice. That's a
0: 20. Dirty. Ooh. That's nice. So that's going to be, what, 3d8 cold damage? Yep, 3d8 cold. Chilly. Go for it.
3: Way better than I just rolled. 16.
0: 16, okay. So this ray of frost hits the osprey, and you see the ice just beginning to form all over its wings and around its talons, and it can't keep itself aloft anymore, and it falls to the ground, and it just Doing its best to try to uh, uh, break that frost. Unable to harass Seth anymore. I'm barely alive anyways.
1: But yeah, Seth uh,
0: is a little bit more free now. Cool. Anything else, Finn?
1: Yeah, I want to hop off of Cyril and command Cyril to take Seth back to the wagons. Ooh. And hmm. And then I will use my move to also move in the direction of the wagons, but I'm not obviously
0: going to get nearly as far. Okay. How are we getting Seth up onto this giant eagle, Cyril? I think Cyril's just going to pick him up. With the talons or with the beak? With the talons. Okay. Oh, poor Seth. He just can't stay on the ground.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's the the fastest
0: and safest way to get get in there. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Okay. So you hop off and Cyril, without even landing, swoops down grabs seth who lets out a shriek let's be honest here this is right back into the sky for seth Ah! grabs on around cyril's ankles holds on for dear life and cyril begins flying back towards the wagon the rest of the group with finnegan trailing behind Uh, uh, uh. much slower darvin you're on the ground aranis has landed aranis has a very pale friend who is not in great shape but it's definitely a danger. Tendrilled creature still in the sky, and Felicity has almost finished pulling Sam down to the ground.
2: What would you like to do? Can I get to where Arnus and his pale friend are? Yes,
0: you certainly can. You are a fast man.
2: Okay, then I would like to run over there and help Arnus out.
0: All right. You run over, this rumen is still on the ground, and we'll get up when it's its turn, but... If you want to attack, you've got advantage on it because you're just melee attacking someone who's on the ground. Yes, please. Okay, go for it. <laughs> this poor guy. Ah oh, ha oh, ha oh. ha. Ooh, a crit.
2: <laughs>
0: Noise. <laughs> <laughs> just like Hang jumping on. on him and landing with the leg sword. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Skewered. All right, roll that damage. Okay.
2: One moments, this takes some math, which we know is not my strong suit twenty <laughs> three ow
0: <laughs> there's just this unnatural shout that comes from its lips as you stab into it and it is in deep, deep pain, and it is squirming now at the end of your leg sort. What would you like to do? still alive, still alive, yeah, okay,
2: take another stab at it.
3: <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: I still have I'm advantage? Scared. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. This time it's uh 28. It's not quite a crit, but it'll do. Not quite. One shy. 12 damage. Okay. Still alive, still very much in pain. Okay, let's try a punch. Just one. Just
0: one. Okay.
2: 27. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And that's nine damage.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. So you punch him while he's on the ground. Grunts in pain. Not quite enough to finish it off yet. So it's going to squirm up to its feet. And you have very pale skin, very saggy like face, dulled eyes. And it's going to make two attacks against you, Darvin, since you just did all of that nastiness. The first is just going to swipe at you with its hand. There's a crit. Don't. I should have started with the bad brain touch. So this won't, won't be too painful, hopefully. Yeah, that's actually not bad at all. That's 11 piercing damage. As he just rakes his nails across your chest. Scratches you. And then right after that, it's going to lean forward with its other hand and try to place it on that same wound, going for the mind-breaking touch.
3: Hey, uh, can I ask a question really quick before you say anything about that dice roll? Yes, of course. Darvin, what are your hit points like?
0: I'm at <laughs> 75 right now.
3: Okay, never mind. Go ahead, Scott.
0: Okay. Darvin does a 20 hit. Yes. Okay. Let's do some psychic damage to Darvin. Ooh. 25 psychic damage. And this is something I should have mentioned to Arnus, but the effect would have ended on you by now. But Darvin, you have disadvantage on wisdom saving throws until the end of this creature's next turn because it hurts your brain so much. So Arnus, that would have affected you too, but since this creature's turn is ending now, that effect is ending on you now. Got it. Cool. And then shadowy tendril creature up in the sky. Does not like that its food keeps going away. It's gonna lower itself down remaining in the air and Darwin and Aranus is going to try to lash out at you with a tendril each. Uh, so this blue one will be for Arnus, and this green one will be for Darvin. Hmm, not bad. Darvin does a 22 hit. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Arnus a 23.
3: Damn it. Yeah, I can't even oh. shield it because it would still be a tie.
0: Oh, the shield. I was like, why is that a damn it? That's well above your AC. But yes, shield. All right, let's get some bludgeoning damage in on both of you first. Darvin, take 14 bludgeoning damage. Arnus, only 10. And now, I need you both to make a constitution saving throw. This mucusy slime slobbered over you again. Arnus. when you turned. Back into Aranus, instead of being an eagle, the slime went away, because it was all on the feathers. But now it's just right back on you.
3: Well, that's a 17 for that, and then I have to roll a concentration. Ah, uh, yes, you do. And that's a 13.
0: Okay. So you're good on both. Darvin. Got a 24 on the con save. Yeah, you're, you're more than fine. <laughs> nice. Man, nobody's getting this extra cool effect that is really terrible.
3: You call it cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I immediately called it terrible. Yeah. Okay. That's the end of its turn. So, as Cyril and Finnegan are rushing back, those birds are still trying to carry Carolina away. They're a little slow. But they are still trying to make off with her. Finnegan. Mm-hmm. From behind you, you can see the first of this group to approach the edge of the woods. And what you see is... Um, what you see is a woman in leather armor, very natural light, like hides and teeth and stuff, riding a bear, and she has a sizable length of rope. This bear starts charging at you, and she is going to try to lasso you. So, uh, make a dexterity saving throw, just to avoid this oh. rope. Fuck yeah, let's do it. It's a twelve. Uh, a 12 is not going to be enough. I didn't think it was. So this lasso comes out, probably gets like around one arm and like over a shoulder. Kind of like a like a seatbelt type situation going on. And she <laughs> yanks it taut. So you've been lassoed, effectively grappled by this rope and this lady on bareback, Sorry, this lady on the back of a bear. Uh, there is no saddle, so yes, bear, bear back. And there are a couple of other folks with her. These people are not mounted on bears, but they all wear, they all wear similar looking armor. It's different furs or different leathers, but similarly really studded. They've all got ropes and arrows and probably like small blades or small clubs on their belts. And they're chasing after Cyril with Seth. Actually, no, they're not. They're going to intercept the Ospreys and Carolina. That's who they're after. Yeah. And one of them is like whistling up to the birds, and they start diving down towards that group. Meanwhile, and the rest of your NPC party managed to pull Sam down the rest of the way, and they've actually got hands on him now. These birds are still a nuisance, but they're not carrying him away anymore. So Arnus, back at the top of the round, what would you like to do? That creature that fell out of the sky with you is back up, swiping at Darvin.
3: I need to, I need to heal. I've only got thirty one hit points.
0: Okay. We'll go so ahead. and my, heal.
3: my question is, how many of my allies within sixty feet of me also need heals?
2: Well, I'm down to thirty six now, as opposed to when yeah. you last asked.
3: So you probably do too. I could
2: okay. use it.
0: I, I think it's just Darwin, really. Shit. The party at the wagons are. Fine. Like, they're healthy. Alright. Carolina's healthy. She doesn't like being carried away, but she's healthy.
3: And nobody else is within 60 feet of me. Finn's not well, within 60 feet of me. Cyril
0: would be. I don't know if Cyril needs any health, though.
1: Cyril can't take any. She hasn't lost any in this form.
0: Ah, oh, that's right, because it would all be bird health. So, no, yep. it's just the two of you, Aranus.
3: Okay. In which case, I'm um, sorry, buddy. I'm not using a fifth level health. A fifth level it. spell slot for just the two of us.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: And if i go down
2: yep
0: yep we go down yep yep and
3: fine <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm going to cast this little level 2 okay although the way i've been rolling that's not going to make difference oh hey oh yay that's good what you got well it's 15 on the dice so 20 Nice, nice. Man, I will I will take that any day of the week. Cool. Uh, yeah, I got, I got nothing else.
0: All right. Finnegan, you have been lassoed. What would
1: you like to do? Yeah, I honestly don't know. Because I feel like I'm boned no matter what at this point. And I don't have much left because being a half-caster is challenging. So I'm going to turn around and throw what little I have left at this which which in this instance is going to be a chromatic orb. Ooh. Ooh. And this chromatic orb is specifically going to be uh let's see, we're gonna go a orb of acid. Ooh. Acid. Not my usual type, but looking at her, it looks like it might do the most damage. <laughs> Oh, nice. And I rolled. Uh, that's a 19 total. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. 17 acid damage.
2: Whoo, 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 whoo.
0: Very nicely done. You know, it splashes on her armor, but it is certainly getting around and through some of it, and it is burning her skin. That was not very pleasant. That was not very nice of you, Finnegan. Anything else that you'd like to do?
1: This is potentially going to be. Really stupid. No, nope. I'm, nope. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to um, do that. Um, I've got nothing spell-wise that I can do, and I'm not going to be able to move away from her, but I'm at least going to plant my feet and
0: not try and get closer to her. Okay. I us say, if you started charging a woman on a bear, that'd be awesome. I
1: was thinking of that, but I have nothing to do when I get there, so it, it would just literally be running at a bear that wants to eat me, and that seems like a bad idea.
0: I mean, at least let her come to me. Don't worry, she will. Oh, I know. I'm fully aware. Meanwhile, Cyril, still in giant hawk form, just taking Seth over to the wagons, and then what? Well, how far is that from where Seth is? They'll get there. Or from where Cyril is. They'll get there.
1: You can land there right now if you want. What do they have left after they drop Seth off, movement-wise? Another 40 feet. Because what they want to do is essentially, like, circle back to assist Finn.
0: Okay. They can't get all the way back to you, Finn, but yeah. Can they get to Carolina? Yeah, they can get to Carolina and still have attacks. Yes, and let's do that then. All right, so Cyril, she swoops down by the wagons, drops Seth off, who manages to stay on his feet. It's not graceful, but he doesn't take a tumble. And immediately after letting go of Seth, wheels round, charges towards those Osprey, carrying Carolina. So if she would like to make a Beak and a Talon attack against those Ospreys, go for it.
1: So that is a 15 for the Beak and an 18 for the Talon. Those will both hit. Okay. Beak is going to be a max damage. That's nine. Ooh. And Talon is going to
0: be less. It's going to be six. Okay. At this point, Carolina is very much in the same situation Seth was just moments ago. The ospreys, there's not enough of them left in good enough condition to hold her aloft. And it's, it's a slow fall down to the ground. The birds are flapping, not strong enough to keep her up as they descend down to the ground. And as soon as Carolina can get feet on ground, she's going to return the favor and attack these birds. But that'll have to wait until next round. A very nicely done Cyril. Yeah, that was move and attacks, so nothing more for Cyril (laughs) to do. Darvin, you still have this pale rumen in front of you who just did a very unfriendly touch. He did a brain touch. What would you like to do? Yep. Attack
2: this rumen. Go for it. Ooh, I got a... So I got a 16? Hmm. Yes, that'll hit. For 16 damage? Ooh, would you like to kill this creature?
0: Yes. Alright. Starvin, you slash through those rumen's flesh, and they collapse. Just in a heap. There's a pained cry as they fall to the ground, and their blood oozes out. Meanwhile, tendriled creature above you, not very happy that you did that. And there's, like, some angry thrashing of tendrils. <laughs> Anything else you would like to do, Darvin?
2: I don't... How far am I from the wagon?
0: At this point, probably like 60 feet. I'm
2: just not sure if I should be using my move action to move toward it. Well, I guess if Arnus isn't, I'll stay where Arnus is.
0: Alright, well, if that's all for Darvin. That's all. Alright, then we move on to the enemies. First up, this tendriled creature, which I'm calling an Urleth. It's its turn. Just because I'm tired of saying tendriled creature. It has a creature name as far as what it's... Familiar name is who knows? Maybe its name is just Bob. But this Urleth. first thing it's going to do is, of course, tendril attacks again on the both of you, Darwin and Arnus. Green one for Darwin, blue one for Arnus. <laughs> Arnus, that's a twenty-four, and Darwin, that is a twenty-five. I know this good rolls for this creature is what I'll say. Aranis, you will take 13 bludgeoning damage, and you'll need to make another constitution saving throw against this slimy, mucusy substance that gets on your skin, and then you'll have to make a concentration throw for Cyril. And Darwin, you're going to take 17 bludgeoning damage, and you'll also need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. All right, let's start with the con saves against this mucus. Aranus?
3: Twelve.
0: Ooh, a twelve? Yep. That's that's not good. What about you, Darvin? Got a 26. Okay. Darvin's fine. Aranus, this mucousy saliva carries with it disease. And it's not something that has an effect immediately. But you can feel it seeping in and... If this stays on your, if you don't do anything to remove this disease, magically speaking, it will have a worse effect after a minute. This creature, as you saw what it did to that bosun, what what it did to that sailor, does bad things inside of its body. And this slimy mucus that's on its tendrils is a much, much lesser version of what it does. But it is still carrying a disease and it, it will be very bad in a minute so if you have any magic that can cure a disease you can remove it after a minute it takes a little bit more magic slash effort is what I will say it's up to you if you want to risk that or not
1: strategically it's better to wait at least a little while because you can't be double diseased
3: (laughs) So, like wait a round or two
0: I think I barely heard Chris say just wait it out because you can't get double diseased (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I was not intending it to be a fully audible, but yes. I
0: was like, wait, Mm -hmm. you can't be double diseased.
3: Right. Like, don't wait too long, obviously, but then. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. When this encounter's over, like, if you don't do something as soon as this encounter is over, it will take effect.
3: Okay.
0: Is what I will say. And then after it tendril slaps the both of you, you can hear it starting to like.
2: Oh, jeez. Really
0: dig in deep and try to get something. It has to dig very deep, though, because it's been a while since it's fed, quote-unquote. So it's reaching down into a different, deeper stomach. Uh, uh. Meanwhile, Finnegan, this bear Mm -hmm. rider who has you lassoed, Mm -hmm. the bear is going to start charging at you, and as it does so, she is going to yank on this rope and try to knock you to the ground. That's about right. Make a strength saving throw.
1: Oh, awesome. Thanks, Scott. That's. Uh, I so mean, you can great. make an
0: athletics check if that's better. But yeah.
1: Um, they're both shit, so it really, doesn't, <laughs> it really doesn't matter. They're both a minus one, so that's a four.
0: You get yanked to the ground. And what is the proper term for this? Road haul? Oh, awesome. Nice. Uh, is Is what she's going to try to do to you. She's not trying to attack you. This bear's not trying to attack you. But using the momentum of the bear and using the rope, it's now just going to try to start dragging you. Any efforts to get up now, of course, will be much more difficult because you are on the move. And starting next round, it will actually hurt a little bit because terrain and all. But for right now, you're just being dragged away. Her friends, the gentleman in leathers with bows, are rushing up to try to intercept Carolina, and they're getting their ropes ready and they're gonna try to lasso her from the sky. Well one of them will, I don't think they could both succeed. Ah no, that was a four on the die. It did not quite work. So he throws that lasso up, it misses, he's pulling it back in, and they're charging and they're gonna try to get closer. Which of course means they are getting closer to Darwin and Arnas as well, but we'll see what happens. Meanwhile, the rest of the bird's over at the wagons. Are continuing just to be a nuisance. Sam, being down and free at this point, is able to stretch up into the sky, like jump up, leap, do some clawing action, and help keep the birds at bay. Now that he's ready for it, he's a little bit more able to help out. Aranis, what would you like to do?
3: Oh, so many things. I know. I... I mean, Really, what I'm starting to feel like is just, I want to burn the entire thing to the ground but instead i'm gonna try to start hitting this thing see if it works
0: the the earleth in the sky yeah nice 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 go for it
3: okay so now the question is i'll put this to the group do i want to eldritch blast it or do i want to firebolt it it's literally the same amount of damage potentially Oh, no. I want Eldritch to blast it. Because I want three shots to hit this thing. Ah. Like Firebolt, okay. which is just one roll.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're playing okay. the odds on this one, then.
3: Oh, gotcha. by the way, I don't know if you care, but I failed my last concentration save. Oh, you did? Yeah. We kind of oh, skipped over it with the whole disease thing. I forgot like to ask about that. Thing, But yeah, I got a nine.
0: Oh. So Cyril falls from the sky. Chris, please roll an athletics or an acrobatics check for Cyril, just as they're falling um, to the ground. See if they tumble gracefully. No, Cyril'll
1: be fine, but I'm fucked.
3: Um, <laughs> well, you're not on Cyril.
1: I know. No. I'm so far away from all of you that I'm fucked.
3: <sighs> well, I mean we all are right now.
1: Yeah. and I'm I'm I are gonna be able dead. to kill
3: yeah, we're not gonna be able to kill this thing before it kills us. So we're don't don't worry, we're all screwed. <laughs> I don't right exactly
2: have a lot of ranged options.
0: <laughs> Maybe it'll uh I'm not gonna say
3: anything. <clears throat> oh god. I don't want it any closer, please.
1: Sorry,
0: I'm looking for what am I rolling, Scott?
3: I'm a bit.
0: Athletics or acrobatics for Cyril. So strength or decks. I don't know if Cyril has proficiency in either of those two skills. Right. Cyril has no proficiencies. Okay.
1: Thirteen.
0: Okay. Cyril manages to land on her feet, back in Drake form. Uh, I was just going to take a little bit of damage here. Just five, five bludgeoning damage, just the force of the impact on the ground. It's like dropping a big dog and lands on their feet. Pff. Finnegan. Yeah. Did you ever lose concentration? No, I haven't taken any damage yet, so no. So then Cyril is still large, if you want her to be.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs>
0: Serial big. (laughs) All right, cool. Arnis, thank you for that honesty. What would you like to do?
3: Well, it most certainly didn't get rewarded because for my Eldritch Blast, I rolled three twos. Yikes! And even with with my bonus, it only comes to a 12. So we're officially fucked.
0: Two, two, two? That's so rare.
3: I rolled three D20s, and they were all twos.
0: That's, let's see, one in 20, one in 400, one in 8,000. I mean, any, that's any combination, but have them all be the same. Okay, that's bad. Um, you see the Eldritch Blasts fly up, and they hit the mucusy parts of this Urleth, and they just deflect off. They were glancing blows at best to begin with anyways, but just like right off the mucus, right off the slime. And it turns its maw towards you. Just... Ah. The first creature that's actually attacked it. So am not happy with you. Anything else, Arnis?
3: Nothing else I can do.
0: Okay. Finnegan, you're currently being dragged. What would you like to do? Well, I
1: would never normally do this ever in combat, but I'm going to use one of my... Um, daily uses of speak with animals right now ooh. as an action and I'm going to then call out to this bear that's dragging me and yell to it what am I gonna yell? Um I'm gonna call out your your master serves evil stop and join us and I will free you.
0: Ooh ooh, ooh this is so interesting. I will lo- I love this a lot. Do you have, uh, this would be animal handling, or persuasion even, since you're speaking in a language it can understand. So you can roll either one of those. Okay, now is this a trainable creature for me? Right now, no, um, is what I will say. Does that make a difference?
1: It makes a dramatic difference. If it's trainable, I can use my intelligence bonus. If it's not, I have to use my natural bonus.
0: Ah, I see, I see, I see. And I have a persuasion bonus of zero. For reasons that will perhaps become apparent soon, not trainable. It's a 13. It's a 13. Okay. Here's what I will tell you happens. The bear stops, so you're no longer getting road hauled. You're no longer getting dragged. But, But the woman on the back of the bear, her name is Asturias, she responds to you after you speak to the bear. She says, That's brave. Cute, but brave. I don't think Chase and I are about to part ways. Chase being the bear. hmm And the reason why this is not a trainable creature at the moment is because Asturias Chase is a bear tamani. You were talking to both of them. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, Thank you, Paul Calicott, Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrandpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.